Excuse me. Ooh, welcome everybody to another episode of the Newly Made Podcast. I am your host, Kifa. And I just want to make another late night episode here for everyone. Seeing a couple of people seem to have enjoyed my last episode, which once again I appreciate and thank you guys for watching. So, if anyone wants to know what's playing in the background, I've decided to play a little bit of Gary Moore. Gary Moore is like one of my favorites, bro. Just because his uh, guitar skill is just super elite. Plus, he's a very instrumental player. Plus, just the way he just plucks and like presses the strings. He's just got like a really uh, smooth flow to his music. first uh, got this CD because I was at the, this record store and I seen the CD sitting there and I was like I'll just turn this down a little bit I was at this uh, record store right and I seen a, a bunch of cool CDs sitting there right because I was looking for some blues stuff right and then uh, lo and behold you know, as I'm looking, I see uh, Gary Moore, like the one of the CDs sitting there. I forget the name of the CD, but um, it's a compilation of uh, most of his best stuff. Oh shit! And as soon as I bought it, I was just never went back after that. I really do recommend him to anyone who is like really into blues or just into music in general. Because the uh, the dude really is phenomenal. He really is. He's was one of the best during his time. And uh, I think I mentioned it in my one of my other episodes, but he uh, one of my favorite performances he ever did was was him live with B.B. King and that in and itself is like one of the greatest live performances ever just cause both guys are just so like on point with their playing and Thrill is Gone they, that was such a perfect uh, duet version of Thrill is Gone it was just it was perfect yeah and B.B. King I meant uh, Gary Moore he's just like like I said, he's just got that really smooth vibe to him. Like, I'm... Normally when I'm listening to, you know, his songs like The Prophet or uh, The Loner, 
I'll be like walking in, at night in the dark with my uh, speaker blaring and the way that the the guitar sounds in the middle of the in the middle of the night the way it echoes through the streets it's like just got like a really like uh, it's got a really nice vibe to it really nice vibe and then um, actually who else do I got in this oh CD's changing I wonder who's it gonna be who's it gonna be now <laughs> oh George Thurgood Madison Blues, another good one by George Thero. Good. I can't remember if this was on the debut debut album of um, George Thero. Good and the Destroyers. I'm pretty sure it was because like the other yeah, debut had like Madison Blues. Uh, Madison shoes. This thing called Madison Blues. Come on, Madison Blues. We're doing the Madison Blues. Oh, this is like fun. George Thurgood is just awesome. And him and his band, like, just them live. I wish I could have been able to see them live, but phenomenal. <laughs> it's good stuff to vibe with, though, man. It's interesting, you know, because, like, the cool thing about blues, right, is... There's many, like, for example, Willie Dixon, who is known throughout the um, blues community, or who's just known in the history of music in general. The guy wrote, like, over 500 songs for, like, many different, of the most popular blues artists, such as, like, Muddy Waters, uh, John Lee Hooker, and etc., etc. Willie Dixon was really awesome. And I'm glad that he's been credited with a lot of the stuff that he did write. Because he wrote a lot of like iconic blues songs. But what I really like about George Thero Good right, is because his a lot of the songs like Madison Blues, One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer, songs like that were songs that were already written and performed by other blues musicians, right? But that's the cool thing about blues, right? Is you know, it's different, but at the same time, it's the same. You know, like different blues artists take variations of other blues artists' songs. They add their own lyrics while also putting a little bit of the other lyrics in. And then they add a couple of riffs in here or there, and they just add stuff to the song, right? Which makes blues really cool. Because it's very universal, right?
Good thing we call the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues. Take away your shoes. Well, well, well. It's funny, you know, like when I'm when I go out in public, right? And like, say if I'm down at the beach or something like that, I always see like there's always like that one big group of kids that are like. Well, I'm not going to say kids, but there's always that one group of people that, you know, they're sitting there with, like, baggy clothes, and they're just wearing, like, these fake-ass gold chains that they bought from the dollar store. And you hear them, like, just, just getting high and, like, getting smashed next to a tree. Well, they got, like, this mumble rap stuff playing in the background, and I'm just, like, every time I see that, I just cringe, because I'm just, like... I don't know, maybe I'm just different, but I try not to judge, you know, because everyone, you know, lives life differently, right? But when I see stuff like that, sometimes I just go like, what? I, like, just because I'm like, I don't know, just blues and just rock and roll in general just brings a different energy to me. And I also see how it brings a different energy to other people as well. You know, blues and rock and roll, I think, hits the soul in a way that is more meaningful, but more deeper than shit like mumble rap does, right? Because half of it's just noise anyway, like, you know, and it's always the same flow, you know, like, the reason why I respect rappers like Tupac and Biggie and Eric B and Rakim and Eminem and Ice Cube and guys like that was not only that, not only that their stuff was actually good, you know? But it wasn't the same flow over and over and over again, right? And also, like, those guys... The, those, du those dudes, their mind ran way deeper than most of these mumble rappers nowadays do. It's mumble rappers now. It's, like, almost the same beat every single time. You know, it's always the same auto-tune stuff. You know, it's just... It's boring and it's lame. You know? At least Ice Cube and Tupac and those guys, you know, those guys were the real pioneers, you know, because their rap is what rap should have stayed as, but now it's changed, and now it rap, it's like some rap is just garbage now. And it makes me sad, because I still, I still uh, love rap, you know. My favorite rap rappers are guys from the Sugar Hill Gang. Like I said, Eric B and Rakim, LL Cool J, Ice Cube, Tupac, Biggie, Eminem. I'll even throw Jay Z in there for shits and giggles because he actually was pretty good at one point. You know, I, those dudes are to me. Those are rappers. You know, they're just straight to the point. They're real as fuck. Plus, their music is meaningful and it's amazing. Right. But like, yeah, so back to the beach thing though. Like, yeah, I'm at the beach. And also too, like, just the vibes are just different too. Like, they're just... Like, I'll, sometimes I'll like walk up and, you know, because I'm trying to be uh, sociable, right? I'll just walk up to some of them and I'll be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And some of them are just like looking at me like I'm an outcast and just like... Like, oh, this dude's kind of cramping our style. 
I'm just kind of like sitting there like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Right, and the next thing you know, boom, I'm listening to blues and rock and roll by myself alone at a tree. I remember like the group, the group of guys actually did this, and it's a true story. So I go down to the beach, right? And so I'm sitting there, right? Sitting at a tree, you know, by myself. And I'm, you know, I'm listening to blues and rock and roll, and, you know, just typical stuff like that. And this group of guys kept looking at me. Kept looking at me, kept looking at me, and kept looking at me until I was eventually, I was gonna stand up and be like, what the fuck? You know, but the other guy beat me to it and he walked up to me and he says, hey, what's your problem, man? And I like, looked at him and I was, started laughing and I was like, I don't, I don't know what's your problem. <laughs> you know, because I was like equally as confused because I wasn't actually like, I thought like maybe there's somebody who kept walking by that they were looking at, right? But. So I was kind of like, confused look on my face, like, uh, I don't know, like, what's your problem, right? Just, well, you know, me and my buddies were trying to vibe and we were trying to listen to our stuff, you know, but, you know, your music playing is kind of, you know, it's kind of killing our vibe and we appreciate it if you would, uh, move your ass somewhere else. So, after he said that, I was kind of like, okay. Because literally, if I was to stand up and walk towards them, it'd probably take like less than two minutes. So like there was, there was quite, there was some distance between, you know, his group and me at the trees we were sitting at, right? But nevertheless, you know, and I was just like sitting there thinking to myself, okay, and I said straight up told him, I'm not moving anywhere. Right, I was like, if my music's that loud, you know, fine, then I'll turn it down, but I'm not, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm, you know, nobody was sitting at this tree, so I'm sitting here, and I'm minding my own business, which is something you should do. Right, so he kind of looks at me, and, he, right, and he's kind of like, fuck, okay, yeah, whatever. And then he walks away. And then before you know it, boom, him and his buddies are packing up their shit. And they just take off. Right. At first I felt bad because I was like, oh, you know, what did I do? Right. But then afterwards I realized, you know what? No, I don't feel bad. You know, those guys want to be a bunch of buzz killing pricks. You know. And unfortunately, like, uh, you got to let people be like that. If more people want to be like that, you know, then you know what? Just, just let them. Because nine times out of ten, they're not as happy with themselves as you are, right? Because I can tell you what the real problem is, is that whole friend group isn't actually a friend group. It's a group of individuals who are all trying to up one each other. You know? All of them are trying to look as good as one another. All of them are trying to, you know, be as cool as one another instead of trying to be themselves, right? So, as a result, next thing you know, boom, you got a group uh, that's surrounded by negative energy, 
an insecurity beyond belief, and it's just like, holy shit. And it actually gets pretty hard to watch sometimes. That's the conclusion, at least I came with up with with that group, right? Which is honestly like, yeah. And so, you know, for me, you know, because I'm a pretty happy guy sometimes, right? They, they took off, right? And I was like, holy shit, there's an even bigger tree over there. So I grabbed my shit and I walked over there. <laughs> and I just took the bigger tree, right? You know, because I was the bigger man in that situation, so I thought I deserved a bigger tree, right? So I walked over and I got the bigger tree, and I was chilling there, right? And then I thought about him for a couple of minutes, and then after that, I was just kind of like, you know what, nah. You know, and then I just started, you know, vibing and being positive, and the next thing you know, boom. You know, a couple people walk by me, and they're like, oh, dude, what, what are you listening to? Right, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm just listening to some John Lee Hooker and some, uh, some George Thurgood. Right, so the one dude started vibing instantly. He said, oh, yeah, dude, he's at my dad's all, he's, uh, he's into this type of stuff, you know. He's like, I actually grew up on this stuff, too. This is, like, awesome stuff, right, next thing you know, boom. At least like five people come out of nowhere and they just start chilling with me, right? And we're all vibing and having a good time, right? You know, and I believe that happened because, you know, despite the uh, that incident, right? You know, because there's some people that um, when they have a bad, you know, because people have bad days all the time, right? But there's just some people who they take all the bad and all the negative baggage that they have or that they've gained throughout that day and they take it home with them and then they go to they go to sleep thinking about it and they go to sleep dreaming about it and then they wake up still thinking about it and then next thing you know boom they claim that their whole week is ruined you know that's why it's really important that you know if you're having a bad day and as soon as you get home right or whatever's going on you know, try to let, try to like let loose, and you know, just try to relieve yourself of as much stress and as negativity as possible. You know, so if you keep thinking about it and keep putting yourself back in that place, before you know it, one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, a month, two months, three months, four months, and the next thing you know, boom. You know, your whole life just becomes consumed with negativity, and then you become that very same person. You know. So yeah, kind of went a little off the track there, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you know, I believe that because thinking positive, right, and just forgetting about it, right, the universe rewarded me with positive energy, you know, and those people that came by after the other guys left, they brought positive energy, right, so we all start sitting there and we're vibing and stuff like that, right, and they're like, oh yeah, man, we've like, uh, I listen to this stuff all the time, it's actually cool, right. And we all just started geeking out over like who was the greatest guitarist of all time, you know. You know, I think I'm not gonna. He said Kirk Hammett, but personally, if we're talking like guitarists, I think Jimmy Page is hands down the uh, greatest guitarist. He's just too good. He's just too good. Ro actually, no, was it Robert Plant? No, I think Robert Plant was the singer, and then. Jimmy Page was the uh, the guitarist of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'll probably correct myself later because I know I'm gonna be thinking about it. But 
but yeah, so like, yeah, you know, and after that, you know, I went home just being, you know, fresh, and just being in a really good mood, you know, because despite, you know, those other dudes being kind of a bunch of dipsticks, you know, a better group of people came by, started vibing, right, and then boom. That was all because I was being positive, or at least I believe. I believe. And this side's mine. It's moving on over. It's sliding on over. Move over. Thorough Good is amazing, man. He's just such a rocker, too, man. Like, it is, he's just awesome. If you're sitting by a campfire or, like, you're in a bar, this is, like, when this stuff com comes on, bro, I just, like, lose my shit. I'm just, like, I start, like, kind of, like, twitching my head a little bit. I'm just, like, ooh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
and through research and other stuff, you know, I realized, holy shit, right, and I was able to make a, an episode and a podcast because of Anchor, but more importantly, I was able to do it because, you know, he um, showed it to me, you know, so essentially, all this content and all this great stuff, kind of going on a limb when I say that, but who cares, you know, it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for him, you know, and I just want to take this time, you know, to just acknowledge and to appreciate and be thankful that, uh, you know, he did that for me. And also thank you, you know, all the people who are watching and who always continue to watch, you know, gives me something to, to do, but more importantly, it, uh, it motivates me to keep making episodes for you guys. Well, like I was saying, though, right, like, everyone goes through, you know, different times in their lives, right? Unfortunately, there are some people who just never have a, a stable support system in their life, and there's just some people who are just constantly always introduced to negativity. You know, they always are around people who berate them and, you know, build them up just to destroy them, you know? And it's tragic, you know, because a lot of those people know whose journey ends up that way some of them never recover from it you know and they're just stuck in this in the simulation that we call society and they never pull themselves out and then there's some who have the strength to do so you know that's why I keep saying that influence is one of the most addictive drugs on the planet you know because once you get a whiff of it you know there's no going back. You know, you're constantly being influenced by things every day, whether it's through nature, or through people, or through your actions. You know, that's why it's either you make a wise decision or you make an unwise decision. You know, it's just the key factor in both those things is: are you capable? Are you capable enough to? accept the consequences for either action. You know? And that's the whole point of that, right? I think one of the first steps to solving an inner problem within yourself is to first accept the, uh, not the consequences, but... Um... Fuck, what's the word again? Um... First, you need to learn to accept the problems around you, right? And once you do that, then you're on your way to finding a solution to those problems. You know, someone once told me, right, that life is a series of problems. There's good problems and there's bad problems, you know? You don't want bad problems, you want good problems. You know, good problems that uh, ultimately result in, you know, having a positive uh, influence on, on you, right, when you, when you solve those problems. Right, so to make a long story short, you know, like, 
No matter what happens in life, or no matter what you go through, or how people treat you, you know, always remember to stand up for yourself, and more importantly, never stop loving yourself. You know, because despite, you know, all the problems that are going on through the world, right, you yourself, and you alone, and you alone, have the ability to make a positive change for those around you. And more importantly, you have the responsibility to make a positive change for yourself. You know, actually, you know what? Take all, take the, take all the other people out of the equation. Make a positive influence on yourself. You know, do good for yourself, because ultimately, you'll do good for everything around you. Right. So, uh, oop, out of the bone. Look, it's 28 minutes in. Okay, so, you know, I just, uh, I'm gonna cut this uh, episode a little short, too. Now, once again, though, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate all the love and support I've been getting. You know, you guys are awesome. Remember, stay hungry, stay humble, and more importantly, stay loving. Have a good night, guys.